Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. to another episode of Money Honeys, where we, Freddie, Chantel, and Devin, not only secure the bag, but we make love to the bag, slowly and passionately, with lots of eye contact, in an effort to create baby bags in our bank account. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> I knew you guys would feel some kind of way about that intro. I wrote it. And I love it. It stays. It's very on brand. I mean, I'm not yeah. mad about it. No. I'm not upset about it. I don't have feelings, but I don't know how to express them. <laughs> <laughs> don't you want to procreate your monies? Oh, absolutely. You know what? Yes. And I want it to procreate for me. Yes. I want I want money grandbabies. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. <laughs> not the money grandbabies. <laughs> <laughs> Get to it, y'all. <laughs> chop, chop. Uh, uh, anyways, um, it does tie into the theme of our episode, what we're talking about today. But first, ladies, how were you this week? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. You yeah. just came back from Mexico. Yeah, I was in Mexico for a full eight days with about 25 family members for a big wedding. Um, now, when you're with family, do you have to open up your purse or is it like family takes care of everything? Did you have to pay for anything? Because that's, oh, that's yeah. the benefit. Oh. <laughs> I've been paying for everything since I was like 17. <laughs> so family trips after that are like, do you want to go on a family trip? Here's how much it costs. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, in that case, no, thank you. <laughs> no, because that used to be the draw, right? Yep. It was like, oh, the yep. draw is, oh, I'll be taking care. Sure. Why not? It's uh-huh. a free trip. No. No. It's not a free trip. No. See, my mom knows that if she pays for it, she can take up my time <laughs> for as much as my time. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, you know, it's a gamble each way. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm glad you had fun. I'm glad you're back. Yeah, had fun. It it was a great time. Hiked to a volcano. Wow. I know. Dormant volcano, I hope. Ish. <sighs> yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Fred, how are you? Spooky. Yeah. Um, I'm good. I a few things have been going on. I mean, I've been DJing, you guys. Yes. So that's been really fun. I'm yes. really hoping to like dip my toe and start to like actually mm-hmm. start doing it regularly. You know, nothing's wrong with some extra income. You I know what that. I mean? And mm-hmm. also doing it while having fun. So yeah. and you're very good at it. Oh, thank you, Deb mm-hmm. came. Chantel's unable to make it, but yeah. <laughs> Chantel hates me. Chantel so she hates didn't me, come. So. But actually Chantel's actually Chantel's actually the OG DJ of the group. Yeah. So yeah. I got gotten... my little turntables. <laughs> Did you know that, Dev? No. Yes. (laughs) Right after college, I like taught myself how to DJ. What? It was very fun. It was during my like fun employment Mm post-college days where I was like, I can't get a job, but maybe I'll just become a DJ. See, I was during this time, I was tie-dyeing t-shirts in my garage. Uh You were trying to build a table. Yeah, and I was also trying to build a table from scratch. (laughs) And I was like pricing out DJ equipment to be like, I could be a wedding DJ, of course. Oh my God. I had yes. no idea. Do you still have that stuff? I uh well I I didn't buy anything besides my little turntables. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea that. Do you have your turntables still? No. It's gone. Yeah. Dang. You should pick it back up, Shanti. I should. Yeah. 
Wow. Just saying. <gasps> a new business venture. Just saying. But yes, otherwise, everything is great. Yeah. Amazing. Pull a little Paris Hilton. Doesn't Paris Hilton DJ? Yeah, she does. See, I love that. Yeah. So does it. just Elba. <gasps> wow. Wow. Where can we go see him? <laughs> um, for when, as soon as he said that, I was like, "Oh, he dropped some beats." Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh, he yeah. drops he the gets, beats. He's serious oh, yeah. about it too. Oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. people are getting pregnant on that night. <laughs> Literally, wow! I don't think I can go. <laughs> I can't go see him. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> I have a boyfriend. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Is his name Sorry, Idris Elba or do you need a new one? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Patrick. Don't listen love to you, this. Pat. Anyway. <laughs> well, I saw my uh, nibblings, which is what I call my niece and nephews last week. So cute. They're adorable. They're angels. Y'all, I went to Target three times in the last week because when you're with kids, they're like, I want, you know, rah, rah, rah. and you're like, oh, just get in the car. We'll fucking go to Target. <laughs> Something to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And I went to Target like three times, spent <laughs> over $200 each. <gasps> each time? Oh yeah. You can't go into Target without spending yeah. at least 200 And even when you think like, this would be like 60 <laughs> That's always what it is. It's like, yeah. 60, 70. No. 215. Yes. Got it. Yes. Wait, so were you buying things for like the household? Were you buying things just for the kids? A combination? Combination. Like at first, the first little errand was like my four-year-old niece. I was like, I need some bikinis. So you're going to pick them out. And we learned that four-year-olds should never pick out your bikinis. <laughs> Wait, what was she doing? She just picked out the worst ones from my body type. I'd be like, which ones do you like? She was like, that one. I was like, really? (laughs) (laughs) Uh (laughs) Like just really sparkly long ones. I don't know. (laughs) Long. (laughs) Forgot about your long crotch. Oh, I do have a long crotch. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. 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 Circle back. Yeah. The cost of having a long crush. I'm a long girl. Long girl. You're a long girl. I'm a long girl. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> but, and I, you know, I, I would 10 out of 10 do it again. Go to Target three times, spend all that money because they're so cute. Yeah. But it kind of yeah. got me thinking about having kids mm. and like the cost of the baby. And Fred mm. suggested that we bring on a real mom to talk about this. Yes. Yes. I think like in general, so much goes into the idea of childbirth, emotional and financial. And then, you know, adding on top of that, like, relationship dynamics or maybe you're a single mom or even work dynamics. Mm-hmm. Are you a W-2 employee having a baby or are you a freelancer having a baby? You know what I mean? There's just, like, so many things that goes into it. So I figured Tuesday would be a really great new mom to bring on to chat. Oh, her name is Tuesday, her by name the way. Is, yes, yes, yes. Her name is Tuesday. <laughs> Today is Monday. Today. <laughs> Just to be clear. And you're listening to this on a day that we don't know. Yes. <laughs> so we're here. The setting is in place. Yes. <laughs> Tuesday's like a celeb to me. I feel like she is. I feel like everyone's like, I've heard of Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. Because I was like, my friend Tuesday. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, who's Tuesday? And she's like, cool. And like yeah. fashion designer. Mm-hmm. Had that cool apartment that we moved you into. Yes. <laughs> and I mean we. Yes, literally me. Quite literally we. Yes. We need to do an episode about all the times and all the ways we scammed BuzzFeed. 
<laughs> I mean, to be fair, BuzzFeed scammed us oh, first and yeah. foremost. It's well oh, deserved. Yeah. 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 We well started deserved. scamming once we knew we were we're in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Fred made us move. <laughs> she was like, I'm moving again. So it's going to be a video. A video. <laughs> I'll need a professional organizer, some painters, some decorators, some movers, and some, they're some like, this. They're like, you guys need to come up with a video slate for the next three months. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> we'll make this a series. <laughs> Moving Fred. Yeah. The video. It was a successful series. It was. It was. It was. It was. I learned a lot, too. Yeah. I think we all did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We did. I think we all did. I think we all, I think we all learned. <laughs> I think we learned to not make a moving series. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, and welcome back. So we have Tuesday Bassin. She is an iconic illustrator, clothing designer, and business owner with a client list that runs deep. And it includes Google, The New Yorker, New York Times, reputable stuff, you guys, truly. Mm. That's who she is on paper. But in spirit, she is a renegade artist with such a unique and colorful style that she turns heads. We've been close for the last couple of years. And this is the first time that Chantel and Devin have been able to actually meet her. So I'm really excited to bring her onto our podcast. And we're going to talk about just her life and like her new role as a mom and all that comes with it. She's definitely a cool, hot mom. Welcome Tuesday. Hi Tuesday. Hi Tuesday. Thank you. Oh my God. I don't think I've ever heard such a great intro. I feel I have a lot to live up to. Oh, Thank you, please. You're amazing. You're a new mom now. I am a new mom now. How, yep. How Congratulations. Congrats. Sprinkle. Thank Sprinkle. you. <laughs> it's so much more fun than I ever thought it was going to be. Really? Tell me more. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know. I feel like it is tough. And I feel like you hear about how tough it is. And maybe it's more fun because I was like, this is going to be so hard. Mm. But it's also, she's like the most fun person ever. You were you were fine either way, right? Whether you had kids or didn't. Mm -hmm. Like you weren't like, oh, I need to have babies. Yeah, totally. I didn't even think I really wanted to have kids until I met my um, 
pending husband, my fiance, Josh. And I was like, once I met him, I felt like someone really deserved to have him as a dad. You know, he's just such a kind. So during 2020, I was like, I was like, I think I'm ready. I'm finally ready. I'm ready to do this. I've spent my thousands of dollars on therapy. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, like Tuesday today, we kind of want to talk about the economics of baby making. And because of that, I want to, I kind of broke it down into three parts, which is the cost of prep, the cost of pregnancy and the cost of the pop. Mm -hmm. And we want to kind of ask you a bunch of all questions and like have a fun conversation about all of that. Is that okay? Are you ready? Totally. Let's do it. Let's talk money. All right. So Tuesday, I want to pose a question to you, our audience, and Chantel and Fred. Okay. Um, and see if you know the answer. So how much does a kid cost from ages zero through the end of college? Is it $1.5 million, 575000 250000 or 420000 1.5 million for sure. 1.5. Wow. She's in it. She's in it. Yeah, I was going to say 250k. Maybe 420k. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, cuz you probably made that one up. 575k. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing 575. Okay, well, Fred was actually right. 250. I think Tuesday you're a mom in California, what? so you were like 1.5. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So is this kind of just like an average I was across like, America? Oh my god. National average, what it costs to have a kid is a quarter of a million dollars. That's okay. Yes. That, I feel like that makes me sound insane then to be like one point five for sure. <laughs> but yeah, a mom in California, it's so expensive. In childcare, so I mean. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, we're talking to Tuesday Bassin about how she prepped and financed having her first baby. Um, we are in no way giving financial advice, but we are learning and listening to you, Tuesday, your personal experience. We're talking, like Devin said, to Tuesday about her own little personal experience. Um, and then the other side of this, which we'll probably do an episode on in the future, is like cost of in vitro or just insemination and all of those other things. Because for that, even just the cost of getting pregnant can be tens and tens of thousands of dollars. So much money. Which is going to be my road, so yay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're going to be ready for it and also the most amazing mom, so I can't wait. (sighs) Thanks, Cal. Yeah. Anyways, back to Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) By the end of the year, I was like, or, you know, middle of the year, I was like, this is something I want. And I started talking to Josh about it. And he was like... You know, he's a Virgo, so he, like, really likes to plan ahead of time. Wow. Okay, we can start trying in January. And this was, I think, July when we really started talking about it. Then we just started getting, like, you know, not not careful, um, like, toward the end of the year. And, like, uh, we had unprotected sex once and got pregnant immediately. We were like, oh, okay, it's happening. <laughs> Wow. Never mind. January. (laughs) It's November now. Yeah. Frinkle was ready. She was like, I'm ready to to come into this world. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I couldn't believe it because, you know, like, and please, I hope that's not like hurtful to anybody listening that's really struggling with fertility. Like, you know, I know it's different for everybody. um, And we really expected that it was going to be hard because it is hard. 
but I think we had just it, you know, the stars aligned. I was just ovulating at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there any emotional costs that people don't know about uh, during this time of like prepping to get pregnant? You know, once I make a decision, I'm like ready to go. Um, but Josh needs a lot more time when we talk about something. And I feel like, you know, on our end, I feel like it was pretty easy to come to a conclusion together. And I also knew when we started dating, we were both kind of like open, but not, you know, feeling strongly either way. Um, but I could see for, you know, other people, that's a major conversation. And I feel like that is so emotional if you're not on the same page. Mm. And also, like, I know for a lot of people, you know, pregnancy loss is very real. Mm. There, I think it's something like one in four women experience a miscarriage mm-hmm. and at some point during their pregnancy. And um, it's it's a number that's like really high. It's really common. And it surprised me because I feel like we just don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, as we're getting older, we maybe struggle with fertility a little bit more. And I feel like that would really take an emotional toll on you for sure. Mm-hmm. Were you ever like nervous that that would be your story? Like a miscarriage? Like, or were you... Because I know that's something that I'm, like, nervous mm-hmm. about. Like, I, I'm very mm-hmm. nervous, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Especially once you have something going on for, you know, at least over six weeks and it feels pretty real real, and, and mm-hmm. it's, it's happening, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, totally. Were those ever I mean, there was, about, like, like, a level of anxiety that lifted, like, once you hit those benchmarks where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. once you get this to this point, you know, your uh, chance of a miscarriage drops you know, a certain percent. And then once you get to this point, your chance of a miscarriage drops a certain percent. Um, So I feel like every time we hit those benchmarks, I was like, it's happening. She's real. Yeah. Yeah. And I was really trying to like, you know, speaking of emotional aspects, you know, I was really trying to keep in mind, like at this point, this baby that I'm so excited about, you know, is just a ball of cells. Like that is, you know, that's where we're at until we reach a certain point, you know, uh, where like Mm. she becomes a sentient being or a being that can exist outside of the womb. Um, Mm. So it's, you know, it's a, that's a really touchy thing too, you know, for a lot of people, because of course you're allowed to mourn, you know, like an early pregnancy, but just keeping in mind for me um, that that's where it's at, you know, like what stage of development she was at too. Mm -hmm. What about preparing your business? Because you're a business owner. You know, I really wanted to prepare a lot ahead of time. It was hard because I felt like I did all this prep work. I was so proud of all the prep work that we did. I was so proud of everything that my team was doing, but we really got hit hard. And I think most people did that worked in manufacturing Mm -hmm. um, with delays, you know, Uh, I was talking to Fred about this and she was saying, you know, like, oh, I thought the majority of your stuff was made locally and it is, but it doesn't matter. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. um, people are getting sick locally, you know, like Mm -hmm. people are playing catch up from 2020, you know, because we live in such a global economy too. It's like, you know, maybe the thread comes from somewhere else or, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, our, our fabric warehouse shutting down or, you know, we just ended up not being able to get like any of our merchandise on time you know I ended up taking out loans to like be able to keep everybody on because my team I was like at that point I had 
a perfect team, you know, like everybody was so awesome. And I ended up having to let everybody go um, two weeks before Francis was born. Mm. Yeah, it was. Yeah. At that point, it was like we had taken out all the loans we could take out. Um, I had like put in a ton of my own personal money just to be able to like keep it going. And um, I mean, it's hard. It sucks to talk about, too, because I feel like I mourn um, the time that I lost with Francis. You know, I didn't get a maternity leave. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I also was like, I felt so worried about, you know, my employees and like everybody that I was responsible for. It was pretty wild. I was answering emails like in the hospital bed and was just like, this is not what I had expected for myself at all. Wow. Now, Tuesday, Bass in LA is run by you and Josh. Yep, Tuesday of California is what we're calling it now. Tuesday of California. Yeah, Yeah, run by us, which is wild because, you know, it has not been a two-person team for six years, you know? Yeah, I feel like ever since I've known you or known about you, rather, you've had like an entire team Mm -hmm. making you a celebrity in our eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it, um, it was, you know... I felt like I really didn't want to talk about it at the time because it felt like uh, too close to uh, it was too tender. You know, I just needed to get through it. Oh, we just need to make it work for a little bit. Oh, we just need to make it work for a little right. bit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I obviously have some, uh, I have some idea of, you know, the cost of running a business and um, it, you know, it. I feel like the word unprecedented, I never want to hear it again, but it was unprecedented, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. I didn't think I would have to take out so many loans or put so much money in or just, you know, whatever. So now, you know, I feel like we've gotten into a good rhythm and like, we've kind of restructured how we do things. Um, but yeah, we're still in that, like, paying off the loans phase, like getting to a good place financially. So I feel like this podcast is perfect timing with being like oh here is you know the cost of parenthood mm-hmm. wow yeah mm-hmm. I did not yeah. going know this going into this episode yeah. at all but you're yeah. kind of like a picture of what a 2022 business owner turned mom is probably up against right now mm-hmm. yeah I never even I consider, don't think that know? this exactly. is uncommon yeah right I don't think it's uncommon wow right. And so then it's like now you have this brand new human who's living in your house that you created and you're like stressed about your money, you're working, and then you're also trying to figure out how to take care of this new little baby. Yeah, exactly. And, And And, you know, like they have they have needs that come first, you know, before mm -hmm. anything else, Um, you know, she is the most important thing in my life. I have a question. So then once you, you discovered through a QR code that you're pregnant, (laughs) you tell, you tell all necessary family members, non-family members. Then after that, do you just, did you already have a doctor? Like, do you call a doctor and you say like, Hey, I'm pregnant. Can I come see you? Like, what's the process even for kind of like getting into that next 
like medical phase and then does it is there a different cost than seeing someone for your like annual checkup yeah so that's a great question and i actually didn't realize this but in southern california if you have a plan like kaiser where i don't is that technically an hmo i don't remember anymore where it's like you know a situation where you're like buying into that hospital's plan Mm mm-hmm the state requires that plan to cover all of your prenatal appointments. Mm. Um, so those are free if nice. you're going, if you have insurance through an organization like that and you have to do all of those appointments, they're included with your insurance. You don't have to pay anything other than maybe your copay. Mm. Um, I don't even think I had to pay a copay actually. Um, so yeah, I did. I called Kaiser's like hotline or whatever, and they put me through. And um, yeah, I just asked. Um, do you have to call your insurance? Like, who tells the government that you're knocked up? You know what I mean? Like, there's another person to be accounted for here now. Like, who, what's <laughs> yeah. that process like? Do you know? Um, so it was interesting because um, I was with Kaiser at first, and then I was really unhappy with my experience with them um, because I registered as obese on the BMI um, oh. when I got weighed in. Yeah. Um, and they're still doing really, that. Yes, it is awful. <laughs> and they really treat you like shit. You know, if you are overweight or obese on the BMI scale um, and, you know, I had to do like, it just, they are very, condescending and made it sound like um you know it was going to be my fault if there was something wrong with my baby or you know my baby was going to be too big for me to push out and that I was increasing risk of whatever um and you know I felt like every appointment it was just like me feeling shame rather than like a celebration for something that I was really excited about oh that sort of was a derail from your question but you know to get back on track we ended up going with a birthing center for the rest of the pregnancy. And if you are, if you give birth at the hospital, the government finds out because the hospital files the paperwork for you Mm. saying, Hey, there's a new person contact social security. Um, And if you give birth at like a birthing center, then you fill out the paperwork and you bring it. Oh, to city hall. Wow. So you walk it in yourself and you're like, Hey, here's this new baby. Oh. Yes. Or here's the paperwork for my new baby. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Lion King presenting. <laughs> <laughs> Do here what she you is. will. She exists. <laughs> the government's like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that is a baby. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Does that paperwork cost anything? Like if you were giving birth at a hospital, would that cost be like rolled into your overall bill? Um, I'm sure it is. I don't, I was like on pain meds, I think when they gave me the original bill, mm-hmm. um, because I did end up giving birth at the hospital. Um, mm. and, uh, it was like, as soon as Francis was born, they were like, okay, here you go. And Josh was like, congratulations, I guess. Um, <laughs> Holy, but, yeah, but I believe Wait. it is included oh. in the paperwork because I know it is also included in the price for like drawing up the paperwork at the birthing center.
If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Yeah, we switched to the birthing center, which was financially um, a huge leap from what it would have been if we had just stayed at the hospital. Mm. Are you able to talk mm -hmm. a little bit about what the financial discrepancy was between the birthing center and going with your HMO? Yes. So... The birthing center, you know, they did it where it was like you got billed every time that you came in and you were aware of a set amount that you were going to pay, which included um, prenatal care. Mm. And they might give you like a slight discount for coming late, you know, in Mm. your pregnancy, but not a huge discount. And I believe it was like $7,000. Um, to have care with them and that would then include the birth as well at their facility wow Um, but it included all of your prenatal care Mm -hmm. even though you took you didn't take advantage of the prenatal care though yeah and I you know I was like seven thousand dollars is a lot of money but I know that birth is expensive and it'll probably cost about this same at the hospital Mm -hmm. anyway for the actual Mm -hmm. birth which is true um Mm -hmm. But then I ended up having complications, not complications, but like I just wasn't dilating fast enough to like catch up with like the speed that my labor was progressing. Mm. So I just needed some like help to dilate more, um, which they can't do at the birthing center. They just need essentially like a no intervention birth Um, in California. It's different, I think, in other states or in other countries. Um. So I ended up getting hit with both the cost of the birthing center <gasps> and the hospital. No. Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Wait. Well, first off, yes. you, you touched on, like, at birthing centers, they're not allowed to intervene. Like, midwives can't help you dilate like they've been trained to do for thousands of years. So they can do things like, you know, help stretch physically. Mm-hmm. Um But they, you know, they don't give medication to help. Mm. Um, unless it's like, I remember they gave me like, I think like a Benadryl or something to like kind of help me like sleep so that I could progress more naturally, but they can't do more intervention. And it might be different with like, if you had a doula and a different, you know what I mean? It could be a different Mm -hmm. situation, but at that birthing center, they were not allowed to medically intervene. And I know that there are limits in California to how much they can do. I can't believe you got both bills. <laughs> I know. Oh my it's God. God. Didn't you say Awful. It, didn't you say it ended up so being that, like, talk about, like 20K yeah, Tuesday? It did. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Total with yeah. both bills. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Oh, I'm so sorry that that was your experience. Yes. Double. <laughs> If I did it all over again, I think, you know, because we were like, we don't need a doula, we don't need a, you know, whatever. And also, because of COVID, it's not like you can bring your midwife to the hospital. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I don't know what the answer is, because like, I loved 
my experience of prenatal care with a midwife. But you know, like all in all, my the actual birth at Kaiser was great because I had a doctor when I was getting admitted that came in to talk to me because I had originally the birthing center called the hospital for me and let them know Mm. I was coming and um, asked that I be able to see the midwife on staff and Mm. um, which was great but um, her shift was ending so another doctor her name is Dr. Rodriguez Mm came up to me and said, um, well, first of all, she was like, could see that I was like writhing in pain. And she was like, I know that they're getting an epidural ready for you. Has anybody offered you morphine while you wait? And I was like, no, they haven't. And yes, I would like that. Because originally I was not going to have any drugs. But at that point, I was like, Mm -hmm. this is all too much. Like, I can't even see I'm in so much pain. Oh my And yeah, and I was like, she was like, I know that you wanted a midwife, but if you'll have me, I would love to deliver your baby. And I was like, yes, mm. I would like you to deliver my baby. Cause she really like saw me and, you know, like stood up for me and offered me, you know, like relief. What made it cost $20,000? I mean, I know the birthing center with the prenatal and the checkups beforehand and everything, mm-hmm. but like at the hospital, what made it cost Good. that much? Yeah, do you get an itemized Good receipt? Like what, what are... What do they have? I don't like, I wish I, I was looking for an itemized receipt beforehand, before this conversation. I couldn't mm-hmm. find one, but it was like, um, I don't know. Cause I actually had like pretty extensive Kaiser coverage. Mm. So I was like, what do people pay with like entry level right. insurance? Mm-hmm. Like this is wild. Like I did, I was not planning to pay that at all Mm. and, um, you know, was not prepared financially for it. And I was like, what do people do? You know? Well, would you say though, that like, if you, if you have, if you decide to give birth in a hospital, but without medication, I'm assuming that it's like less expensive. Like, Mm. do you think the morphine and the epidurals and all of those things, like, obviously they cost, I don't even know. Yeah, like I know they cost money, but how much do they cost? You know, that's a good question. I wish I had the itemized receipt because, you know, definitely like anything you accept and they make it seem also like they're giving you a lot of free stuff, but you pay for that. Yeah, because with an epidural, don't they bring in like an anesthetist to give the epidural? Yeah. And so then you're paying the anesthetist usually isn't like under your insurance. Mm-hmm. And so then you exactly. have to pay for like that. And anesthesiologists make a lot of money. And so you have they to sure pay do. for like their time too. And I had to have two anesthesiologists because mm-hmm. my epidural actually fell out during <gasps> the birth. Jesus. Now I had to have another Tuesday anesthesiologist can't catch a break. Come place it. Tuesday, you made it yes, seem you were uh, like, I we open this conversation <laughs> and like it's so wonderful. It's amazing. <laughs> and then you had an easy I conception like and boy did you pay for it during your birthing experience. I paid for it later. Care, oh, my God. Oh wow. I, I looked it up. I it know. says in California, just like an average epidural cost is like fourteen hundred dollars. On average. Wow. See there and you that's go. like without yeah. Yeah. Holy so fuck. And then add in a second an estimated bill. Yeah, exactly. I paid the estimated bill in the hospital. And I want to say it was like $5,000 mm. 
and they were like this is just an estimate though we'll like send you another bill later if it's more so i'm sure that i paid like whatever their average was at the hospital Mm. and then they like added on some extra stuff right and i know also like um Dr. Rodriguez said that my vagina shredded like a honeycomb <gasps> when I gave birth. Oh, um, no. So I know that they had to do like a lot of extra like stitching. stitching and I lost a lot of blood and I had to have oxygen like while I was giving oh. birth. So I'm sure like that a was honeycomb. like ching 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 Like yeah, a honeycomb yeah, like Tuesday. A honeycomb. Wow. wow. Like that. Tuesday. Yeah. Your poor vagina. I know. I know. It, I was I scared to, to look ask. for a long time, and then my primary care doctor looked at it later and was like, Tuesday, this looks so good. And I was like, <laughs> I never thought I would be so glad to hear a doctor be like, your vagina looks so good. I was so worried. <laughs> she, was like, <laughs> she was like, they did a great job stitching you up, which again, advocate for yourself and get the doctor you want, because Dr. Rodriguez nailed it again, so... Wow. Yeah. I wow. just don't understand what women do who are, you know, right. not making enough money. Like, women have babies all different, you know, class time. levels all yeah. the time. I don't right? understand how women exactly. who are able to pay that amount can have a safe pregnancy yeah, and delivery. I, I don't know why all, like, like, so many women need stitching after giving birth. So many women need epidurals. So yeah. many, you know, and so it's like, how? why is all this stuff extra right. versus yeah. having it roped in? And then it's like, okay, here's the cost of birth. And if you happen to not get an epidural or if you happen by some miracle to not need stitching, then you start then you can getting, bring it down. Yeah, yeah, then you take it off yeah. versus adding those things on because, like, so many women, like, we'll all probably need stitches. Yeah. And like, I'm getting an epidural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah, I am. You know? know? Tuesday's convincing me to have a C-section right now. I, Love you, Tuesday. No, but like, no, you oh, know listen. what? But I told you, she said it looked amazing afterwards, so you're good. C-section <laughs> <laughs> is a whole other... A C-section is a whole other, like, can of worms. I feel like that seems so hard, too. Because, you know, like, you just had abdominal surgery, and then you also need to be able to, like, hold your baby and, you know, like, take care of them. But then, like, you know, it's one thing when it's, like, truly the vagina is amazing. Like, like, how rapidly it heals is impressive. Um, You know, like, I could not... I had no bladder control for a week. I, you know, I was wearing my diapers and I was changing them often, but you know, my friends that had C-sections like, Oh my God, like that seems so fucking painful. You know, like you can't even lift your baby up. You have to have your partner or whomever, you know, like hold your baby to you. And like, that seems like hell too. But I do think that you should get drugs. Oh, yeah. But the whole reason why I went to the birthing center in the first place was that it was like, I was reading a lot about things that you guys are talking about where it's like, you know, why do so many women need stitches, but then it's, or, you know, birthing people need stitches, but then it costs so much money. And I was reading about, um, you know, the pace that the hospital is trying to get you to get this baby out, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Mm -hmm. and like, it's not actually giving your body time to like open and stretch more Mm -hmm. um and so I was really into like reading about hypnobirthing and just sort of like um 
you know, the pace that you should be actually going at is a lot slower because otherwise you're going to shred, you know, capital W white, you know, Mm -hmm. I have blonde hair, blue eyes, but you know, we all know the statistics about like people who don't look like me giving birth at the hospital, you know, not listening to their pain. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like it is such a serious thing to give birth and to have your pain be minimized Mm -hmm. is so scary, you know, and like reading about statistics, um, you know, for people who have doulas, you know, Mm -hmm. and like how much that lowers your risk Mm -hmm. of, um, you know, death or serious injury when you're giving birth. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I just was sort of like, I can't, I don't want to support this industry. Right. Like, I didn't like my experience. Mm -hmm. And I'm a very privileged person. You know, I didn't like how I was treated. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't want other, I don't, I don't want to support this financially Mm -hmm. either, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, Because it's like, it's, it's intense, you know, it's more intense than I thought it would be. What were the costs that went into like your healing, emotional or financial and or both, you know? And how long did it take to, yeah. to feel like yourself again? My whole body was sore in part from gripping the sides of the like hospital bed when I was giving birth. Like my whole oh my body gosh. was like so tense and just felt so mm-hmm. shitty. And so, yes, I feel like right before Francis was born and right after were where the like bulk of the expenses were like mm-hmm. um I had gone to um a DO which is like a doctor of uh why can't I think of what it's called right now osteopathy okay What's an that? osteopath oh um so they're a medical doctor but you know it's just like an alternate form of medicine that also focuses on your muscle fascia. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll like prescribe medication, but they also do a lot of work with like gentle uh, manual manipulation of your muscle tissue. Mm-hmm. And so I had gone to a DO um, to work on my pelvic floor because mm-hmm. I knew that I had like a really tight pelvic floor. And I went to one session before she was born and that was $300. <gasps> Yes. And I was at that point in my pregnancy, I was like so nauseous. And so I just felt so crappy. I was going to acupuncture every week. Um, I was nauseous, like my whole pregnancy, I puked every day. And was just like, yeah. Um, And my energy level was like zero, and would sleep for like, minimum four hours during the day. And then I would sleep the whole night too. Um. And so I was going to the acupuncturist for, um, you know, like bodily relief, relief from, um, uh, like my, my sinus pressure and, um, acid reflux mm-hmm. that I was experiencing. Mm-hmm. So that's like $75 a week. Cause I was also experiencing sciatica from pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So I started going to a massage therapist every other week, um, to like deal with all of these different pains. Cause you're like, you know, I was like, mm-hmm. oh. Mm -hmm. and um you know having sciatic pain and um so yeah I was spending any remaining savings that I had were spent um like right before and right after um Mm -hmm. my pregnancy just because it was like I felt so horrible all the time 
Oh my! And God. again, like you said, Freddie, like what do people do mm-hmm. that you know, like don't have access to something like that? Don't have money, you know, to be able mm-hmm. to like find some relief too. Let alone like the actual birth, but you know, just the experience of like you're in pain. Um, what do you do? Right. And I wish that I would have done more. Um, like I oh wish I would have hired like a post birth doula to come and like belly bind mm. and stuff like that to like help ease my like mm. guts back into place. Um, mm. like I have, I wish that I would have done that stuff. I wish I would have like gone to see a pelvic floor therapist earlier. But it's actually wild because when you're in it, you realize that like in other countries where you don't have to pay for this care, things like a pelvic floor therapist or a pelvic floor alignment are part of your care plan mm-hmm. and it's included. Um, what? So, you know, oh, oh, yes. Oh, oh. Uh, so it's like stuff where it's like you feel like, you know, I felt like I was spending so much money, like it felt extravagant, you know, mm-hmm. but I was like, I also don't know what else. I would do, you know, um, to be able to like function at all. And, um, yeah, then realizing like, oh, this is like part of everyone's care plan. And also in other countries, they'll like give you everything you need to come home. They give you a bassinet, they give you like everything you need. And then they come, there are people that come and check on you Mm -hmm. to make sure you're doing all right. Or like hold the baby while you shower and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the United States is so fucked up. And it's so interesting too. It's so fucked up. I know. I know on TikTok it was like really popular. You know, it probably still is. Just like I know this like black woman hired a nighttime doula. I saw that. To care for the baby at night. And she like showed like, you know, I think she finished up with the baby around like eight or nine and then would go take her bath. Like that's when the doula the the um night doula would come and she would go take her bath and do her self care. And like it was interesting because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I didn't even realize this was a thing. I think in America, a lot of people don't realize it's a thing because it's expensive mm-hmm. and like it seems like mm-hmm. it's not an option. And so I actually was reading through her comments and a lot of people were like, you know, there was some negativity here. Mm-hmm. Like I was, it, they were just like, why, you know, this is too, this is extravagant. Like if you know what you signed up for becoming a mom, so you should like, why mm-hmm. are you hiring? Like, and it's just because it's not normalized. It's mm-hmm. not normalized and it's not offered as any type of, you know, relief for new moms, period, in America. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a luxury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's an absolute luxury. And it's right. just, it's crazy to, to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my um, boyfriend. And I hate that, like, attitude, the, like, you know you, what you signed up for. Because it was, like, Josh and I were talking about this today, that, like, the only reason why I think I enjoy being a mom and why, like, you know, why Francis is so good-natured or, you know, whatever, is because, like, both of us are home with her you know like while we're working I can't imagine if you were a single parent or if all the parental duties fell onto you there's no way that you could be the parent you really wanted to be like it's too much it's too much for one person and I think it's so unfair that people expect someone I feel like especially like a black mom expecting like her to just suffer Mm -hmm. in silence you know or like somehow like enjoy not being able to take a bath or something you know what I mean it's like what 
Yeah, it feels like... Why is this, like, where we're at? Right. Like, in America, it's like, once you give birth and you're expected to be like, well, there goes showering. And it's like, well, but why does it have to? (laughs) Like, so I gave birth. I'm not allowed to shower anymore. Otherwise, I'm a shitty mom who's like, well, you're not putting your baby first because, you know, that's just how it is. Where it's like, no, it, it doesn't have to be how it is. Like, in America, we're not used to... Eastern medicine Mm -hmm. or doulas or midwives or just having people there to help you. It's like, oh, well, you know, her mom was there the whole time helping her. She didn't even have to do it. And it's like, good. I'm glad she had that help. Exactly. Exactly. Wouldn't you have wanted that? You know, like, exactly. we're, We're so individualistic of like. Well, <laughs> and just conditioned to believe moms should suffer. Like, yes. yeah, once you have a baby, yeah. you suffer. That's what it is. Yes. And if you happen to, you know, go into some side of, type of like, you know, postpartum depression, that's just a part of the territory because yeah. that's just what it is. And it's mm-hmm. like, yes, but also no. Like, no. If there's, right. there's also ways yeah. to like manage it so that right. everyone can be in a good space. I mean, it, mm-hmm. that's how it yeah, is, exactly. but it doesn't have, have to be. Yes. Exactly. Oh, right. Yes. And right, like exactly it, like knowing that you know postpartum depression is common mm-hmm. instead of saying like get over it it should be like okay so we'll help you yeah right yeah. there's just so many yeah. things about the new baby from like learning how to breastfeed learning how to mm-hmm. put him to sleep learning how to like like all of these things for a new mom it's just the learning curve is so steep mm-hmm. and you know like yeah totally. we're somebody who like plays with babies I've babysat for a while and yet mm-hmm. still I know going into it like there's so much stuff you don't know mm-hmm. and so many hidden totally. costs and yeah. it's also just well like- and I feel like you know I even Josh and I were like Josh the Virgo and you know like I love like I gained so much pleasure from like planning you know I have a stellium in Capricorn and I'm just like love making a spreadsheet and you know like we took so many classes online and stuff ahead of time to like prepare ourselves and I'm glad we did, but it's like, oh my God, there really needs to be more support for like everybody. Like not mm-hmm. everybody has the time to be able to like watch the segments about like infant sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like there needs to be like more support for people who also just want to live their lives and aren't like a gremlin who's like making spreadsheets about all of the <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, where it's like why the, can't like, all that care. Yeah, like why why can't all that stuff be roped into the like prenatal care that you're getting at the hospital yeah. where it's not just like I one Lamaze. You yeah. get one complimentary Lamaze class. <laughs> Lamaze. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Where it's like, no, you need to learn like it's very much just like, okay, your body right now, there's no preventative care. There's no even just future care of like, hey, yeah. here's some experiences that people have with babies or if your baby gets colicky, you know, all that right. stuff. It's like, why do we have to go and scour it? Like you said, Tuesday, a gremlin trying yeah. to figure out <laughs> yeah. just how to how to actually have a baby at home. Yeah. And, you know, the crazy thing is, is that, the most helpful things that I learned were from my friends. And to kind of extrapolate off of what you were saying and kind of bringing this conversation to like a slight close, you know, we're in a drastic uh, birth decline right now in America and a lot of different countries. Like fertility rates are super low. And while that may sound like great for the environment and it is good for the environment and stuff, um, it's bad for our economy in the future because we're going to have less people paying taxes, less people in the job Mm -hmm. workforce, and it's just going to be 
bad for America in general. So if I feel like if the emphasis is put back onto women and or people who give birth rather, who in this whole process of making it easier and making it more like of the milestone it needs to be mm-hmm. and giving it the care that it needs to be because we are bringing in a new generation into America, into this world. So why don't we have the resources and the care that needs to go along with it. Mm-hmm. Why is it yeah. the emphasis and the cost always on the individual? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. Thank you so Absolutely. much for sharing everything yes, Tuesday. Thank you, Tuesday. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, I think you got more than you bargained for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm over I, here shook, to be I, honest. I know. I'm, I'm like, shook. well, honestly, I mean, and this is exactly what we're talking about, where it's like, how do we learn this stuff? We learn this stuff just by talking to other people mm-hmm. who have gone through it. And so it's like, I feel so much better informed now than I did even walking into this conversation, you know? Absolutely. And you've clearly done a lot of research. You're clearly very knowledgeable. Well, thank you. But we're nowhere near. I mean, the fact fact is, you did too. You did a lot of prep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. You're you're a Capricorn too. No, my stellium is in Capricorn. I'm a Cancer. Oh, okay. Well, a Virgo <laughs> and a Capricorn. Uh, stell. What did you say? Sun. What is it? Stellar. Stellium. 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 Okay. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be mad at a Virgo and a and a Cancer no. coming together. Um, but anyway, thank you, Tuesday. Yes, thank, thank you for sharing. You yeah, thank so you much. so much. We love you. Thank we you. love Frinkle. We're happy that you're both happy and healthy. How old is Frinkle, thank by you. the way? How old is she right now? She'll be seven months in a couple days. <gasps> oh. A cutie. Wait, when's her birthday? What is she? September 10th. Another Virgo. Another Virgo. <laughs> I Another, love Virgo women. I wanted a Virgo so bad, and she was like, okay, let's make it happen. <laughs> Sprinkle so had an agenda. She, she had an agenda from the get go. <laughs> we love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. She's prompt. <laughs> Perfect. She was so prompt. She was before your body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> she goes, well, I, I remember. <laughs> uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, where can people find you? Okay, so that you can find me on Instagram at Tuesday Bassin. My brand is Tuesday of California. And you can shop at TuesdayofCalifornia.com. What's a quick little like one-liner of the type of style of your clothing? I would say um, size-inclusive basics uh, made sweatshop-free. We love. We love it. We love. Come on, log line. Literally. <laughs> Come on, elevator pitch. Yes. <laughs> and her pieces are timeless. Yes. I feel like they're so cute. Mm-hmm. So check it out. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Tuesday. All right. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Bye. Have a great day. Oh, I want a baby, but oh my god! I know. Oh my god! I didn't even in the uh, <laughs> like I. The only costs that I've been thinking of is like, oh, how much more it's going to cost me to conceive since I won't be conceiving like, quote unquote, naturally. Mm-hmm. I was not even thinking of the actual birth bill. That birth yeah. bill. That birth bill. Meaty. I'm like, can I write it off? Yeah. Like, like what are the <laughs> options here? What are the options? BuzzFeed makes Flow a video. Entities. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a birthing series. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, yes. Freddie gives birth for, for the, the first, first time. time. <laughs> FTFT. FTFT. Oh, my God. And Devin are like, we're producing it. And so yes. that means that we also are going to give birth in here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I definitely... One of, I think one of the things and one of the reasons that I value Tuesday's like relationship, um, like our friendship and just being able to like talk about these life things is that she is like a little bit older. I think then how old is she? I think she's like 33, 34. So she's closer to Dev's age. Mm -hmm. And so but like everything she's always like kind of like a life step ahead of me. Mm. So I'm always kind of able to like look to her and mm. like kind of see how she's handling. And we're also very similar too. You mm. know what I mean? Like when it comes to giving birth, for example, like I think that in general, I've always kind of felt in the minority of just like, in, like even my friendship groups or friends who have had babies, like of not really wanting to do go, you know, have a baby without medication. Mm -hmm. Like I think in general, most of my friends have gone the natural route, mm -hmm. and I have felt, like, a little bit, like, mm -hmm. bad about the fact that I don't want to do that. Right. You know? So it's been really refreshing and helpful to have someone who's, like, you know, that was her plan, but she was also yeah. fine with... Yeah. Poor Tuesday did, did all of it. Right. She, 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 <laughs> she handled it. Yeah. She did the sample platter. <laughs> she, <laughs> like, I did yeah. tapas. <laughs> Share yeah. plates. <laughs> oh, poor Tuesday. Yeah. So uh. I think I think it's really great to have these different options because everyone's needs are different. Yeah. Everyone's desires are different. Yeah. And like it's really important that we all do what's best for us, but all of it costs money. Whatever choice you take costs money. Prepare to pay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll become a doula. That's something I've been thinking about I for a long time. For you. I absolutely. You can be that. my doula. I would love to yell at people <laughs> for y'all. Please. Yes. I please. love doing it. You know I love doing it. You that. do. I love You love to storm. I love, love to, to advocate. I love to storm. <laughs> I love to storm. I love to advocate. Uh -huh. No, I'll take uh, care of this. Yes. No, you go in there. Excuse me. I love cons. Can we have a little conversation over here? <laughs> Pull you to the side yeah. real quick. <laughs> yeah, become a doula and then be my doula. Okay. Years from now. Years from now. <laughs> my chair just keeps kind of lowering. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the camera it's like, like I'm just like going down. And slowly, then I saw slowly. on the screen, I'm like, I'm even like shorter <laughs> next to them. I'm like, why is this going it's down? <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to have to wrap up to, this like, episode. Adjust. Yeah. Uh, Chantel's sinking into the earth. I'm sinking. Yeah. We have to run. <laughs> we love you all so much. Um, See y'all next week. Bye. <laughs> don't get pregnant uh, in between now and then because you don't know how much it's going to cost. Yeah. Unless you have $75,000, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs>Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.